0: Welcome to Journey On My Mind, a podcast produced by Journey Church. Our mission is to provide practical guidance for navigating the complexities of modern life by combining psychological principles with biblical counseling. Join us on this path where we explore the meeting point of science and faith and offer insights to help you on your journey.
1: Welcome to A Journey On My Mind. We are back from a couple weeks we were away and it's great to see everybody. Welcome, Lauren.
2: Thank you.
1: Yeah,
0: good, good to see you guys. Good to see you. Good to see you, Dave. Good to be back. I am back from Canada. 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 I went to eastern cities in Canada yeah. and a uh, fantastic oh, trip.
1: Yeah. Canada. Nothing like it when it's uh, wildfire season. Yeah. Um, and Sam, <laughs> good, to, <laughs> good, to, good to see you. Good to see you too. Have Kat. you been gone? Yeah. Um, it feels yes. like you Where, have been. Yeah, well Well you went on a whitewater rafting that's true, trip. Yeah, you went to camp. Did camp with the students, yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So yep. it's been a it's been a summer. And did I the white water thing go well? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was so fun. Like I'm excited for round two. Nice. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So no drownings. No, no. None that we couldn't take care of anyway. <laughs> right. So it was fine. Yeah. No, it was uh <laughs> there was only we, well, we were on one the, less
1: person on the bus. It's
3: funny, cool. I thought In my mind, when I was promoting it, I was doing the Acoue, but we actually did the French Broad, which is another river that's up there. So it was a little. Can we say that? You know what? There were a lot of (laughs) jokes. uh, um,
1: Just to verify. But it it was a
3: little more mellow than the Acoue, so it was like like twos and threes with maybe a couple fours, where the Acoue is a little more intense. So that's the one we're going to do next time. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. 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 And I was
1: off in New Hampshire, so yeah,
0: at a family wedding. Was it fun? No, that's a no. That was a no face right there. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I love a wedding. You
1: you? love a good
0: wedding? Oh, I love a good wedding. Yeah. Do you know I get completely flooded in weddings, like any kind of formal ceremony, like a wedding or a funeral? I get flooded with like all these like ridiculous thoughts about like, um, you know, uh, there's a wedding I went to where the woman had a. A hoop that was carrying her train of her dress, and in my head, I just was picturing poodles jumping. You have, like church <laughs> giggles, and it? then I start church, laughing oh, no, about no. stupid stuff, and <laughs> I can't control myself. And it happens almost every time. I actually do think time. I've sat oh, near you know. during
2: either a wedding or a funeral, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you you like sweated and giggled. I did. I-
0: we went. There was a funeral of a person years ago that worked for us, okay. um, and I lost my mind. Because I could not contain myself, I'm just, I'm <laughs> terrible in any kind of. For- That's why I'm. Uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do high church for that reason alone. Right, 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 right. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah. The only thing that I've done in the past couple of weeks is. I've had disgusting things happen to me.
0: Oh, yes. I
2: have, over a four-day period, had four horribly disgusting things happen to me. And you all have to tell me from a theological okay. perspective, is the number four, like, am I cursed? Is this a bad <laughs> oh, no. number in the Bible?
1: <laughs> no, actually. Not that I'm aware of. All I know is that you probably have three more disgusting things that have to happen oh, to you no. so you get to seven. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Or six. Six. Oh, or more. Or, you have to have... or 12. Yeah. 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 663
3: think... more. <laughs> then you know you're in
2: Okay. Yeah, you're deep. in deep there. Then Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you got
3: a little while, but you'll know in a year or two. Here they come.
2: I won't share them all with <laughs> yeah, you because yeah. it's oh. too long. But oh. I'll share two. One, okay. I got lice. <gasps> yes. Party. Horrible. Party made my body feel like I was, oh. I was gonna be on fire. Yep. It made me so oh. uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh disgusting. Yes. Okay. Two, in a carpool line stuck. Can't go anywhere. Oh, my no. toddler has to pee. Oh, She's no. screaming. There's no way to go. I let my toddler pee in my coffee mug. In my <laughs> yes, you did. And then I put the <laughs> mug
1: fantastic.
2: back up front with me. Yeah. Just like waving at the little t-shirts like nothing to see here. I'm just sitting with a cup of urine next to me. That's two of them. I won't They're show like, the others because that's what? I- some weird looking. I've just had a disgusting beach? time oh, since we've seen each that's other. That's
3: hilarious. <laughs> did you pour it out? Or? I, yeah. I. <laughs> no, no.
2: Wait until I, I got in her car. <laughs> yeah. I did have to ride with it in my car for a little bit and yeah. then I got down the road a bit and rolled down my window and Dumped did this it. and tried not to let it spray on me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so important. you were stopped when you poured <laughs> so it, right? Really important,
3: important uh, first step. Yes, yes. yes. Oh that's, man, mm, dude, we, lice is
1: we no did joke. It to is that. no
2: joke. It's so upsetting to me. Yeah. Like I could not sleep. I could not. It's it's the thing that will make me. I did seventeen loads of laundry. Like,
3: yeah. And did you sit and
2: yeah. nitpick
1: your? Did you? Get I went it? Did to the place. Actually, I went did. to the lice place yep. and they take They'll it out it. for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's genius. I And you know there was a lice place.
3: Well. Yeah, j- you don't get actually, it there. You don't leave it there. Yeah, yeah, they I'll get got it out. You. Okay. One of our School kids got it in Chicago. Chicago and <laughs> it was like like a, I felt like a 2 week like you had to fumigate, you had to do everything. And awesome. my wife, she, she's still paranoid about like Like, anytime a kid itches, it's like, well, let's check. I'm like, <laughs> honey, there's lots of reasons that you need to
2: scratch. Yeah. You
3: know, it's not always lice.
2: But that's how I feel now. Every <laughs> yeah, time they scratch, I'm like, are you. So
1: you get it, huh? Do we have it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very not All right. horrible. We went to Romania one time, brought bed bugs back with no. us. No. That's a party, huh? That's oh, a bad one. Yeah. That was not a good time. Um, now, I'm never allowed to put a. Um, suitcase on a bed anywhere, right? Ev- anywhere, right. any, any, anywhere. Right. Not even at our house. <laughs> yeah. It's like no. Did, did you
3: get them when you slept in the bed too? Did you get bit, or did they just like? Did they hi- did they just hike
1: a ride home with you? I don't remember yeah. that part. That was a while ago. Okay, right. but the other we had a dog that got lice or not lice but fleas one time. Brought mm-hmm. him into the house. I was literally sitting on our couch, going that thing what's that hopping on the couch yeah ah it's a flea oh, and no. then it, it, we had to fumigate oh Ooh. my gosh
3: it, I, and it used to be like okay you can't enter the house for 72 hours it's like you know, right. no, not no. really but no, like, no. that's like, like Chernobyl yeah in there. exactly I
1: went to uh Target that night and bought a um flea bomb I would have if there was such a thing. There is. Maybe. There are okay. flea bombs. I didn't buy a flea bomb. I bought a um, specific vacuum cleaner for oh, really? the occasion. Yes, I still have it. It's okay. a wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> that's wild vacuum cleaner. La- I will Sorry. S- no, that's- <laughs> This is like, we're talking gross things now. Thing? <laughs> well, I
3: got I got one real quick one. So last <laughs> night, this was last night. Last my, night. So we we get home from youth, oh, yeah. and my yeah. wife sits down on the edge I of the bed. That's all you have to say. Right? Yeah, we got, got home, home from youth. So. Yeah. Um she sits down the edge of the bed, and she jumps up and she swears, which is pretty rare for Angela. So not very often. And uh-huh. I was like, well, so I knew like yeah, I need to take wrong. notice here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and something's she's wrong. She's like. I look over and there's a wolf spider that's about no. two inches horrifying. I mean, it was this big. You kind of know everybody can't see it, but it's like a, half a fist yes. size, or maybe a little bigger. That's Horrible. a nice size spider. Oh, dude! So like, so you hmm. ran out of the room, screaming, yeah? I'm like, Honey, like a I'm girl. out of here. We're burning it down. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. go. We're out. Let's yeah, light it up. We instantly burn the house down. <laughs> we're burning it down. We caught. Well, we we Rocky and I put it in a jar, and we were trying to feed it other insects, but it just wanted out. It didn't. Wasn't interested in. Yeah, you know, we took. Let him. We let him out. We let him loose. Where in the yard? Oh,
1: okay. Those are good spiders. Wolf spiders are good spiders. All right. And Just by good, you so mean scary looking. Horrible. They are. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dave, anything exciting in your world? Any wolf <laughs> spiders? Well, it,
0: this isn't a gross story, but this is. Uh, there was a crazy story that I heard <laughs> yes. on our trip to Canada. So we did a uh, a tour of different cities. So we went to Toronto, Niagara yeah. Falls, Ottawa, Quebec City, uh, Montreal. And we had this tour guide, and he's kind of this Canadian cool guy that, well, no, I don't know. <laughs> okay, come on. Well, I don't know if Canadian cool, yeah. cool guy. Well, he's, I don't I'm know. I'm going to say Wilkster he's, Wilkster. he's just got, like, he he had a cool store guy. for a while, and then he yeah. is like does hiking tours and all the other things. Yeah, so okay. awesome. Anyway, so he, um, he was telling us this story that he was camping in this remote place. Mm-hmm. He set up a tent, or he... Said a yurt. I don't really know what a yurt. Yurt. Is. Oh, awesome. yeah. They're like Frank. They're like tents with like salt. had fran- a yeah. yurt. Okay. They're awesome. And uh, let's say uh, nature called, and in yeah. the middle of the night, he had to go. Um, yeah. Uh, French- Talk to a man about a horse. Right. Exactly. French yeah, Canadian wee wee. Okay. F- okay. okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so somebody was there with a mug. Yes. Oh no, that that was something do. else. Sorry. So he's by himself, <laughs> yeah. totally by himself. He goes outside, and he feels all of a sudden like someone has swatted him in the head with a two by four, oh, just no. taking a board and just wham hit him in the head. And he is like reeling and he reaches That's up better. and there's something on his head uh-uh. still. And he grabs it and it starts to pull and it flies away. It's a giant humongous owl. Oh my God. Then he reaches up to his head and he can tell it's, yeah. it's pitch black. That he's He's profusely bleeding. Oh, my gosh. So he can't get a cell phone signal. He walks a little further, and he's calling. He finally gets the ambulance. And they say, well, meet us at the end of the trail. So he walks to the end of the trail, and the ambulance is already there because... There was a woman who was attacked by an owl. Oh my god! That they had in the back of the ambulance there. So then, and it, the owl attacked three other people in the same park that night. It like was a rabbit attack. owl. It was, was like it, a crazy rabbit owl. Can
3: owls get like rabies and stuff? I don't know, but they they, they said that. That's thing. a crazy That's story. story. And
0: and he showed pictures. The top of his head was cut open and it like near his eye socket above his nose, Yeah. it was like a deep puncture wound. Oh like that thing oh, yeah. had, like that thing was trying to pull his head off. Oh my goodness. Is that dude. not crazy? I was that's crazy. like, that's one of the craziest nature stories I've ever had. That is yes. nuts. That went. Well, to
3: think how big his talents had to be to right. be able to go there and all the way like that was a big bird. Pull man. his head right wow. off.
2: Do you all have a bird thing? Like is anyone here kind of freaked out by birds?
1: No, No. are you? you?
0: But
2: no, but people are. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't don't feel good or bad about them. (laughs) (laughs) But like
3: that story makes me yeah a little nervous nervous about about going to Canada. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Canadian Canadian owls 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 are mean, man. (laughs) No, that's what
1: I was thinking. Man, (laughs) I've never met an owl in the states quite like that one. (laughs) Well, he said he's he's never.
0: He's lived in Canada his whole life. He's like owls don't mess with people. No, they're usually this one was something was going on. Yeah, and he attacked five people. They were all in the emergency Unbelievable. room with like wounds on their head from <laughs> that, the attacker. that should make the news somewhere. <laughs> yeah. it was it, you no, can yeah. look it up it did. he it said you back. look it up it's a thing that's crazy man <laughs> so that was craziest story i heard in, in canada okay uh, i appreciate that did story. you enjoy niagara falls that was a, I did not know that I needed Niagara Falls in my life. It's but amazing, isn't man, it? Man, is that fun? It is a cool. You question. go out on the boat, and they yep. bring you right into the horseshoe, and yep. it's like. Oh, you
3: you went in the? Is it the late? What is this? Maiden of, of the, the Mist. mist. Yeah. of the Mist. That's the American mm-hmm. one, and oh. the
0: Canadian one is something called something else. Okay, but they take you right into it, and it's like you're in a storm, right? And yeah. You yeah. Can't, and it's you're soaking wet, and yeah, it's wow. fantastic. It is. It's really fun. Really, it's good. called
1: Maiden Maiden of the Mist, eh? Maiden of the Mist, eh? Oh, yeah. Oakster, yeah. Oakster Don't you know. Don't you know. Yeah. Well, here we are. <laughs> I was glad everybody's well, back. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yep. Yeah, thanks for coming. It's been real. Welcome to Journey Up... Mm-hmm. So, we did a survey a few, oh, weeks back. A <laughs> couple months ago? Weeks. Weeks? We did it at the beginning of July. Oh, wasn't it? Yeah. We, we introduced it at the beginning of July. Yeah. Okay. On the... That's right. second, And uh, we had quite a few... Participants almost 200 and we learned some things Yeah, and we want to talk a little bit about some of the things we learned not just about journey but in general about uh, correlations between things and um, and one of the things that uh, we were I was surprised by and then we can kind of go from there is is how young our church is yeah Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, average age is in thirties, mm-hmm. thirty nine, um, I believe.
3: Is, what,
0: is that a surprise what, to you guys? Is that does that seem just well, in your gut from being around? Does maybe it I seem shouldn't right? be surprised, but I was somewhat surprised. You were by that, yeah? Were I, you?
3: No, I I figured it'd be somewhere in that range, okay. but part of it is like. You know, years and years ago when Journey first started, if you'd have done this survey, it would have been like, like twenty. Would yeah, have been right, the average. right. So right, it's right. kind of like so, a lot yeah. of us who have been around it for a while. Are, yeah, 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 yeah. and, it,
0: and so. that
2: doesn't include children, right? And no. Like, yeah.
0: No. Just, just yeah. yeah. If you mix that in, it's younger. But if yeah. just adults, it's yeah. Yeah, okay. interesting. A young church. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is great, mm-hmm. which bodes
1: well for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it was uh, informative. Mm-hmm. What did you find
0: most informative, Dave? Well. I'll tell you just a couple things about journey that I found really interesting. There are two, there are a bunch of things, but yeah. there are two things in particular. Is I think there are a couple things that you we would find here that if we did the survey. And by the way, if there are other churches that want to do a similar survey, we can talk. Yeah, uh, right. And we're we're developing this instrument as a as a thing that can look at spiritual health and all that. But the one thing that was fascinating to me is if you look at a little uh, graph. Mm-hmm. And you ask people, where are they in terms of their social or political stance? Right. It is this really interesting moderate... Bell curve. Curve, right, where it's like half the church would say that they are moderate. Mm-hmm. And only 3% are on the extremes of very liberal or very conservative. Yeah. I don't think you'd find that in other places. It really, when you look at it, it's this interesting little, yeah. like, like a little peak yeah. in the middle. So it's a very moderate... Uh, and, and that's my kind of emotional experience of the church is that it doesn't seem to, you know, it's it's not a, uh, a church that skews strong liberal or skews strong conservative. It, right. it, it, it seems to kind of exist in a way that doesn't get as caught up in that, but it tends to maybe because it draws more moderately minded people. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that that was really interesting. The other is that there are a bunch of questions on there that ask people about where they are in their faith journey. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so there's some questions that just try to see, is is has someone been a Christian and now would say they're not, or has never been a Christian? Or would they say, my faith is pretty much like it's always been. Yeah, And then there are a couple of questions that ask uh, or, or try to get at, is your faith different, but you're still holding on to the faith? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where I stand, but I'm still yeah. considering myself to be a follower of Jesus, or I um, my faith is in this, process of evolving and changing yeah 88 of the church was in that kind of that <laughs> evolutionary or changing or that again very yeah. i think that's very surprising is yeah that, that was we're, we're, so it's it's a church that is moderately minded but also is not in this kind of very fixed right uh like we're, we're just here in this spot and we're not evolving or changing or challenging there's a lot of challenging of faith here mm, yeah which i took as a good thing mm-hmm, right? right i yeah. took as a strong thing i don't yeah. know if everyone else would right but to me that seemed mm-hmm. like a cool thing yeah so that's the journey specific stuff that i cool that there are other pieces of it but yeah but i think that yeah yeah that were particularly fascinating to me yeah
1: sam did you have some thoughts on it or lauren did you have any that you were you able to see the results i
2: did i looked over him last night and what i kept finding myself thinking was what does the church staff think about this mm-hmm. is this surprising is this helpful to them how will they use this that's what i kept thinking yeah well
3: um i the the kind of the, was it the uh the political kind of curve yeah right that, that i, I kind of that was really fascinating to me yeah. to see And you know, so much of my days are spent with individuals. And so right. um yeah, to but to get a feel for kind of where everybody is. It actually um and I don't know that it, I don't know that it surprised me.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I, if anything, it was pleasantly surprised that that's how it looks. Yeah. But uh, that one was really fascinating. That whole thing's and fascinating. And just to say,
0: it's a it's a uh, a sample of two hundred, and for a church that is this size, that would be considered roughly a representative sample, mm-hmm. meaning sure. within a margin of error, you can say this. Fairly well pretty reflects accurate. Yeah, yeah. three to five percent reflects yeah. what the church is like. There might sure. be some wiggle on that. Yeah, but, so yeah. It, that's that's a good thing too, yeah. is that we can look at it and say, yeah, it probably describes the larger yeah. church of seven or eight hundred people. I I wonder one of the things
1: as it informed me uh, was okay, so we have people in process. Mm. Um, not that that wasn't intuitively already a, a somewhat aware of that, mm-hmm. just from my anecdotal interaction with a lot of people in this church. It's like, okay, there's a lot of people that show up here. If they already have a formed faith that is in concrete, they don't make it here. Right, the of stick. Right, mm-hmm. that, that's why the skewing of that 88%
0: didn't surprise me. I was like, yeah, that's about right um it's self-selecting in other words that's like what I, that's, someone who's got a very rigid faith comes and they're like oh this is not for me gonna just the yeah. just the um if you've been to one of journeys
1: uh gatherings we we provide a moment of asking questions and and part of our culture is we're aware of the fact that if you're going to wrestle with your faith, there should be questions, there should be curiosity, and whoever's teaching um, needs to be aware of the fact that maybe half the people in the room might be disagreeing with you, mm-hmm. okay? And so part of what comes with that is a lack of certainty around certain things. And this is also, an, I think, been a pro and a con at times because the lack of certainty um, will drive people's, as you guys know this, anxiety. There, it, mm-hmm. it drives this, well, wait a minute, what can I be certain about? Mm. On the other side of that, same thing is, it drives people for answers. Mm. It drives people to ask. It drives people to look deeper. It cur- um, raises curiosity yeah. in a sense. Yeah, and, and in, in, in the context of church, that's an unusual thing. Mm-hmm. Usually because church wants to project and give off the idea that we have all the answers. We can, we can put a bow on anything and you can believe this with certainty. So hmm. I think
0: it's a very unusual uh, crew I do too, <laughs> in a good way, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Yes. And I will say, I think we will speak for myself, grew up in a, in a church culture that conditioned us to look at, whether it's a sermon or a book or something, as just something that confirms what I already know mm-hmm. correct, or I already believe. So we, we evaluated a sermon based on how much it aligned with mm-hmm. what we already had concluded. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the opposite of here. It's like, right. let me challenge this assumption you've had and not just challenge it in this sort of like, uh, you know, kind of speculative way but with some good scholarship mm-hmm, with right. some good in-depth yeah. digging in right. but let me challenge the whole framework about whatever this particular issue is whether it's you know communion as a as yeah. a example of you know who yeah. can take communion and who and why and what's the purpose and mm-hmm. all or yeah. things like that in any of those issues big and small um we were conditioned to kind of say let's get our our beliefs in order and then let's find people that reinforce and align with that. And that's not what this is about.
1: Right. No. Um, I'm going to kind of put Lauren on the spot for just a second. Um, Lauren actually has known our teaching pastor longer than any of us. That's right. Um, and you got to experience him when he was in California Mm -hmm. at a church called rock Harbor, right? Right. Yeah. Um, have you seen a progression of his presentation between these two experiences?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a little hard to compare. So I didn't know Mike personally at all. It was a massive church right. compared to Journeys. So right. Yeah,
1: we're tiny. That was huge, yes. Yeah,
2: so I think that's one thing is like he's speaking in this, like there's no way he could have done Q&A at the end. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's yeah, just yeah. no way. Yeah, although
1: um, people would have loved it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: But um, I would say that he was still an he's an excellent teacher, great communicator. Right. And that's what, you know, really drew us. Um, but yeah, I would say this sort of like openness and, you mm-hmm. know, deconstruction kind of stuff is, uh, is really cool to hear out of him. Right.
1: Yeah. It It's a shift. He would even say, he goes, it's mm-hmm. shifted because that's not what the people at rock Harbor were looking for. And this is where I was going is mm-hmm. what they were looking for was certainty. There was like, you've got to present in such a way that allows people to walk away going, okay, I have this this more certain understanding of God mm. or of my relationship with God. So so we've kind of and and I think that's why journey's gonna probably stay relatively small. Um because we are mm-hmm. we're we're not <laughs> we're not gonna answer the questions in the way that people want them answered. Mm-hmm. And it it invites them into a more self-discovery and a more um, curious form of faith.
2: Yeah. The other thing that stood out to me as I was reading is just some, in, in you might be able to speak to this, but some of the problems, you know, that were indicated there. Sure. To me seem to mirror what we see out of the culture at large, you know, post COVID. I don't know that they are unique to this community, but I was curious what, what your thoughts were about
1: post COVID
0: in terms of like,
2: like people have had more sleep problems Mm, since, you know,
0: feeling more lonely, feeling more disconnected, right. Using some negative ways to cope things like that, like like alcohol. That was part of the, that was one of the questions. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it is very much that it's, Mm -hmm. it's that we're the, that's exactly what we've seen in the larger culture, that all those things have gotten worse Uh over the last few years since COVID. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think we're, we're just, in that, so in it's that an accurate
3: stew. representation of the larger, larger culture. In that sense, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: In other words, we're we're struggling in the same ways, mm-hmm. and as just humans do, it, after as humans do after a pandemic. devastating event. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wow. interesting because
1: mm-hmm. the so so you've seen it in your practice, then. Oh, you guys. yeah, for sure. Um, we've seen it in the church. We've seen um, the negative effects of. The isolation, the negative effect of a lack. I have a dog that's not been socialized and barks at every human being on the planet. <laughs> right. Although right now she's, she's right there, I Kevin. know. Don't she say can it hear out loud, you, Kevin. But, but there is this um, hangover. Mm-hmm. Is it a hangover from? COVID is it a, or here's, here's really what I want to ask you guys. And Sam, you meet with a lot of people. Y'all do is, is this something that was bubbling beneath the surface and COVID exposed it? Or is this a result of actually having COVID that it, in it created something new?
2: I think certainly with adolescent mental health, something was already bubbling. We mm-hmm. were already seeing kind of skyrocketing rates of mental health problems in teens, and then COVID really lit it up. Now some of that has started to return to sort of, but it was already yeah on on the rise. It was in the for reasons that had nothing to do with
1: COVID. With COVID. Um, so it ex- COVID exposed something then. yeah. Well, it was okay. it was
0: gasoline on a fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay,
3: and I think it exposed. Like, you know, like marriages, for instance, people mm-hmm. are, you know, they go to work, they're separate mm-hmm. a lot of the day, then they're come home and they have a couple hours together. <laughs> well, yeah. well, then you're together 24 seven and like, they're in the submarine all day long. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah, and squirrelly. in
2: the past, like when you see, you know, when wars happen and things like that, there's more marriages, but there's also more divorces, right? Mm. So like, if you're going to make a big decision that you've been kind of thinking about and mm-hmm. putting yeah. off and stuff, a big life event, yeah. make you more likely to you know, go forward with that. So there might be more people who fall in love and mm. get together during something like COVID, but also couples who've been struggling might go, okay, I'm getting a divorce, right? We're really moving forward into this. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. And another way I'd say it too, yeah. is you use the word hangover. I think that's a perfectly good way to describe it, but I would describe it like a like a bruising. Like mm. if, if someone punched you in the arm really hard, it might yeah. hurt, yeah. but it might not actually hurt as much as it's going to hurt. And oh, you know, yeah. it's like once, once it sort of sets in yeah. and I think during COVID there was a degree of, wow, this is really throwing us for a loop and it's been a kick in the head, yeah. but we've got to do what we've got to do. And we <sighs> hunker down and we focus on just yeah. kind of getting by and making sure that our, yeah. you know, we've got income and make sure that our kids are okay. And then after that is when the mm. aftermath of all this hits people of like, Wow I am worn out that's I am, really good you know I'm anxious yeah. and I'm lonely and I'm yeah. you know just emotionally strung out and then you see the increase in all the bad coping stuff because yeah it's it, that's when it really hits. That happens a lot with any kind of major, okay. tragic or or big event. So, okay. so is
3: it a both and then in a sense yeah. that there was already things bubbling, but then this
0: also kind of ripped. The, yeah, it's for sure gasoline on the fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So
2: if you're aware, okay, our congregation maybe you know struggling with relationship problems, right? Maybe substance stuff or sleep issues. Some of those problems they've reported. How does that change? your your plans as a group or a mm. staff in terms of how you're ministering or how you're teaching that's a good or question does it? i mean it, it might
1: it, not it does mm. i th- i think um we're trying to figure out how to help people with those things um as they present themselves so some of it's individual obviously mm-hmm. for sam to direct people in the right direction and yeah. um and help them yeah and also um, us personally went through it. So we, we all ended up like I ended up in a group called Plumline. I did to, too. Yeah. So to, yeah. Um, what is that? That's a, um, we're, we're, we're working on it actually to kind of partner with them in the fall here to uh, have some groups that deal with. So emotional health, mm-hmm. heart is emotional health. Um, you go through a 12 week process of, um, learning how you, why you emote the way you do or don't. And I being able to identify the needs that are attached to emotions and for guys, me, I only thought there was one emotion. Um, and <laughs> one, they, one gear, maybe yeah, two, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe two happier. Uh, yeah. Right. happy Yeah. Or mad. Angry. yeah, yeah. Happy yeah. or mad. That's <laughs> a guy. Yeah. You know, and I, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about, um, how to, and so we want to enter into that space. Um, so as we've talked about it, that's mm-hmm. part of, cool. um, and then, and then we did a group, I did a group called soul, which speaks to identity. Um, and it, it speaks to failures in life and how you cope. But that's all on plumb line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? Yeah. Which we have in,
3: mm-hmm. you know, love God with. And so, kind of does a
1: deep dive into those yeah. areas. So we want to, we want to extend that into. Mm-hmm. Um, making that stuff available for people in our church. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But we talked about it okay. more. We mm-hmm. talked about it in... Um, we tried to create environments where people could meet each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it informed us in ways that, you know, isolation, if... As isolation becomes, like during COVID, isolation was like, okay, people are starving to mm-hmm. but they were also afraid. To do it, mm-hmm. so we we had some people that were ready and some people that yeah. weren't, and and so it's taken it has the hangover is legit, yeah, because we've seen the resistance still of some people to go to somebody's house to, yeah. it's mm-hmm. still it's still a thing, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. When I think also some of that is probably just a unnecessary, like it's necessary to shift as people's life or there were things they became aware of that. Uh, I feel like Journey's always been a, a pretty open community as far as talking about things like. Um, you know, addiction and recovery and those kinds of things. But, but I think in, I I see a lot of that conversation more now after than I did prior. So I think that, Hmm. you know, it's caused people to face like, wow, how was I medicating? And is that healthy or not? And so a lot of, and it, and that whatever that medication is it right. looks like lots of different things yeah but, and
2: yeah. you're not alone in it no. I mean clearly from the survey other <laughs> people are struggling you know 100%. like this is something
3: right so the beauty in it i feel about. like it's created a, a real um desire to maybe get curious about the what's underneath all of that and to talk not probably not for everyone but for mm-hmm. i i've seen uh a, a a lot more had a lot more conversations around those things mm-hmm. in the last Mm-hmm. year and a half two years than prior
1: so yeah and as we have collected prayer requests we've seen that reflected mm-hmm. in as well which prompted dave and i to do uh uh-huh. um some of this previously on addictions mm-hmm. yeah because there's a lot of people that are either dealing with addictions mm-hmm. or dealing with or have a loved one they live mm-hmm. with that yeah. is dealing with addictions and
0: even centering this like the conversation on sunday that we had mm-hmm. for for the church gathering back in early July, having this podcast, having this survey all of it sort of sending a message of let's open this up and talk about it and deal with it, which not all churches, in fact, probably most don't, Mm -hmm. uh, the church I was part of in Charlotte before I moved here for 24 years, I was part of a church and they had three kind of core positions or, or core values and they were, uh, we're going to be stirred by the scripture. We're going to serve others, and the last one is and struggle well with life. Mm. Oh, and that's good. That's, it, it. that's cool. and, and they were trying to send a message. the The senior pastor was best friends with Larry Crab. If that oh, helps <laughs> nice. you understand, nice. But makes it, sense. They sent yes. tried to send a message. Connected. And at the time, that was like revolutionary to be yeah. like, we're going to put that idea that being. Uh, a person of faith being a Christian does not free you of struggle, struggle right? yeah. mm-hmm. but we're going to struggle well with it. Yeah. And I feel like that's where the yeah. thing that is equally attractive here with mm-hmm. journey is that we're saying we're, we're not going to wallow in struggle. We're not going to, we're not going to make a, a, an idol of it or, or, or of, or of, you know, mental health problems right. or right. Yeah. whatever, Yeah. but we're going to, talk about it Mm -hmm. in an open non-stigmatizing way yeah right i think that's by itself huge Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: and i think it it helps direct people towards health Mm -hmm. at least at least if we're going to have the conversation that Mm -hmm. it's a normal conversation Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah well and there's some other things here that maybe we can pick up another time okay that have to do with um not just journey this is more specific to journey but just some of the things that this found and I'll give a little banner headline before we (laughs) call it dive into (laughs) more yeah really a lot of times people accuse psychology of being anti-christian or anti-faith and it is not Mm -hmm. in fact Lauren's whole program was a psychology and Christian faith integration program. Mm. It was a doctoral level program for that. Yeah, And so what psychology, where it tends to land is uh, that the finding is people that have healthy faith tend to be healthier people. And there's a difference between healthy and unhealthy faith, mm-hmm. just right. like yeah. there's healthy and unhealthy emotions yeah. and right. bodies and so on. And so I think um, what this is, Finding is from this survey of, and again, it's 200 people. It's not a huge number, yeah. Yeah. but it's really reinforcing that idea. All the things that it found were that if you healthy in one area begets health in another mm. area that they, uh, healthy faith is associated with healthy relationships and healthy emotions yeah. and healthy yeah. bodies and, yeah. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's, um, and, and the opposite's true. Unhealthy expressions of faith, which we'll talk about right. maybe next time, yeah, right, um, are associated with less healthy right. outcomes. So it's all intertwined in that sense. Right. right? There's no... and, and that might be obvious to us, but it's really, I mean, this reinforces this idea that, yeah. that um, it's part of being a, a holistically healthy human. Mm. And that, that was your doctrinal s- Program,
2: yes. It was, I have a doctorate in psychology, but so it's a psychology doctoral program, but at a seminary. So we mm-hmm. also separately right. took theology classes, and then we took like eight integration classes. That's cool. Of, you know how how those integrate.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. And at Fuller, where Lauren went, that's considered one of the probably in the world one of the places that does that the best. Mm.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. A lot
2: of emphasis on spirituality and health, you know.
1: Yeah, Fuller's uh, a deep well of <laughs> lots of things. Lots of things. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good school. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. Yeah, it'll be fun. And I think part of the struggle is going to be helping people define what is healthy faith and what is unhealthy faith,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and how that plays out in my life.
0: Right. And in the survey, we had. Three scales that were tapping into aspects Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. faith that were healthy, and three that were tapping into aspects of faith that were unhealthy. Okay. I don't know if we want to. Uh, let's preview that, or uh, if we we're, we're already just into this for...
1: for thirty-five minutes. Let's let's save that. We're gonna we're gonna dive into that in our next conversation. Good. That's a, that's a, what we call a, a, teaser. a teaser. There you yeah. go. Yes. In the biz. Yes. <laughs> Les Nesman signing off from
0: yeah. WKRP. That is um, a reference that uh, uh, about ninety-two <laughs> percent of the people, people that are listening. to Thank you. And no, no one looking
1: at me, what no, are no you what talking, talking about? Yes. I'm telling you. And that's the beauty. No one gets it. That's the beauty right there. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming back. Thanks for this conversation. I am looking forward to where we're mm-hmm. going and uh, y'all have a good day out there. Good deal. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Journey on My Mind, a podcast brought to you by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. If you have any questions or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can email Kevin at, Kevin at JourneyTn.com or text us at 615-861-9503. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date with our latest episodes and join us as we continue to explore the intersection of science and faith.